Okay, tonight it is Dav Chavches. We are starting at the new Perak, Perak Gimel, Amar Lehama So we digressed in the last Perak to talk about the lottery, the uh, process of the lottery, and now we're returning back to the Yom Kippur Avodah. So we're starting in the morning of Yom Kippur. So Amar Lehama So the Mamuna, the guy who was in charge of all the Kaihanim, the Tzvi Lieberman of the Beis Hamikdash, said to the Kaihanim, Tzuru'u, Go out and see. If the time for Shechem the Karmatamid arrived, if it arrived, the guy who was uh, looking up, right? The guy who went up, I guess, to the second floor said, Barkai, it looks like it's dawn. He, he says that the entire eastern sky is lit up. And he was asked as far as Chevron. And he said, yes. Why do they have to ask? You know, is it lit up as far as Chevro? And why they why did they insist so much? Why it wasn't enough to the guy to just say Barkai? One time the light of the moon rose up over the horizon. It was near morning. And they thought they thought that the sun actually had started to rise. And they shechted the carbon tamid. But since it turned out that it was really nighttime and it was too early, it was not this month for doing the shechting of the carbon tamid, they had to burn it. Hayridu then, Hayridu Kaingadal Beis Hatfila, they bring the Kaingadal down to the mikvah. Zakal Hayyiba Migdash, and this was a general rule in the Beis Migdash, Kalamesa Chisraglav, anybody who went to relieve himself, Tan Tfila has to do with Tfila because um, he, the Me'iri says there might be some schmutz on his skin that has to be wiped off from relieving himself. But if somebody just urinates, Tan Kedushadayim then you only need to wash uh, from the Kiar. Okay, so. We learned in the Bible, so Bishmol says, Barak Barkai. So here we're going to actually have a few more opinions of what was actually said. So Rabbi Shmuel says, Barak Barkai. He says, the, the dawn has started. Aloysa Shachar has started. Rabbi Kiva, Rabbi Kiva says, Ola Barkai. That Aloysa Shachar has risen. Okay, a different Lashon. Nachuma ben Apakshi Anoimer. He says, Af Barkai b'chevron. He would say, it's already Aloysa Shachar even in Chevron. Masif ben Shmuel, Hamemun al-Apiyasis. Masif ben Shmuel was in charge of the lottery. He said, the entire eastern sky is lit up as far as Chevron. He says, Okay, slightly different Lashon. He said, not but rather as far as Chevron. And he continued by saying, all the people, each and every person, left for work. So meaning that the um, that the um, people who are going to to do work, right, who have to leave early in the morning, they already left. But if the people already went to work, so then it's very light out, right? Because people aren't going to work in the dark. So if the people already went to work, then obviously it's very light out. So why, why do you need to question it? Obviously everyone could see it's daytime. The workers didn't get there yet. What happens is the guys, the owners, the bosses had to leave early so that they could hire the workers who would then come work for them for that day. So the bosses had to leave a little earlier while it was still dark out in order to get to the spot where they would hire the workers. Okay, Amrab Safra, so therefore it was still nighttime. It was still dark out. Amrab Safra, Safra said, So now we're going to talk about um, uh, the proper time of bringing the carbon tumid in the afternoon. So Amrab Safra, Slice the the time for davening Avram's tefillah, Mikim Meshachre Kaisle, is from when the walls become dark. With the shadows. Okay, now they talk about why is this called the Tfil of Avram? We always have this claw that Avram was Misak in Chachris, Yitzchak Mincha. So he brings down here that Avram also Davin Mincha, Taishanim says that even though Yitzchak was Misak in Mincha for Ledairais, but Avram was already uh, the one who, who did Tfilas Mincha from before. Amrab Yosef, Yosef says, Anan, 
May Avram Nakam Venigmar. Are we going to go ahead and learn from Avram? You tell me we should start doing it from when the walls become dark, but you're telling me to learn from Avram. It's very hard to follow Avram. Avram, right, was, was a great tzaddik. How are we going to follow everything Avram did? Amarav Atana Gamar Me Avram. Atana learned from Avram how to uh, do, how to be azares, how to be, go with zrizus, with mitzvahs. We shouldn't learn from him. In other words, he's talking about the midah specifically of zrizus. We're not talking about doing everything like Avram. We're talking about specifically the midah of zrizus. The Tanya, we learned in a bright soul. On the eighth day that you should do the bris milah. You could do the milah every day. But people who are zrizin, they run to do the mitzvahs. Shenemar, so that's why, why do we always do a bris first thing in the morning? Right? That it says Avram got up in the morning to to uh, to uh, settle his donkey, to go and do the Akedas Yitzchak. But the point is that Avram always was a Zariz. So that's what we should emulate Avram, that we should always be a Zariz. So Elam Arava, but Rabbi said, Rabbi Yosef, Hakakashali. So, so, uh, so in other words, that's what we should emulate. So what's Rabbi Yosef's kasha? That's what we should emulate, the Zrizis of Avram. So says, Alam Arava, Rabbi says, Rabbi Yosef, this is what was bothering Rabbi Yosef. Rabbi Yosef, Hakakashali, this is what was bothering Rabbi Yosef. That's now we learned in a Mishnah in Psachim that says, If Erev Pesach falls out on Erev Shabbos, so the problem here is that you're going to shech the carbon Pesach, but you have to cook it, you have to roast it before Shabbos. You can't roast it on Shabbos, which is the night of the Seder. So what did they do? They started earlier. Nishchat b'sheishemechza, as opposed to starting it in the seventh, uh, seven and a half hours into the day, they started an hour earlier, six and a half days. Nishchat b'sheishemechza, the Tamid is shechted six and a half hours, the carbon b'sheishemechza offered at seven and a half. In other words, the point is they started the carbon Tamid earlier so that they should be able to do the carbon Pesach earlier as well. But according to himself, let us shecht it when the walls are ready to become dark. In other words, wait till chatzois. Why are you waiting till six and a half hours, which is a half hour past his man? Do it already at this man of chatzois. So the Mara says, my kosha, what's the problem? Perhaps the walls of the base of Middash only become dark at six and a half hours. They're not exactly straight. In other words, what we're saying now is that the walls of the base of Middash were not straight up as wide at the bottom as they were at the top. They actually tapered off at the top. They were wider at the bottom and narrow at the top. So sometimes the, the sun, which obviously came up in the east, would already shine on the eastern uh, uh, on the eastern side when it was already on the western half of the sky because it, it was still shining on the eastern side of the wall because of the way that the walls tapered off at the top. So because the walls at the top were on an angle, it was possible that it would still shine on the eastern side. When did it only move to the western side? When it was already half hour past midday. So therefore you had to wait a half an hour past Chatzos in order to be sure that it was already afternoon based on the uh, a shadow uh, from the walls in the, in the Azara. Uh, because they weren't exactly straight. Inami, another shot. Shiny Avram. Avram's different. It's Tagninos. Because Avram knew astrology and he knew exactly when midday was, or and therefore he knew when Tadav and Mechla, but we are, are not uh, uh, as exact in astrology. We have to wait until six and a half hours in order to make sure that we do it after um, the Zman of, of Chatzais. Inami, another shot. Avram was. Uh, was uh, basically was a zakain, which stands for zeshekan chachma, which means he was a big tamad chacham learning in yeshiva. So since he was such a tamad chacham, it was unlikely that he would 
daven early, he was very medactic in it. However, us who are busy with our with our other things, we might become distracted and mess up with the time, and therefore we have to wait till six and a half hours not to do it early. How do we know that that there were always yeshivas? The Gemara now is going to bring Rayas that there were always yeshivas throughout the generations of the Avos. During the days of the Avos, they never did not have a yeshiva to learn. Even when they were in Mitzrayim, there was a yeshiva. It says, So whenever we see this Lashon of Zakein or Zikna, it means someone who was sitting and learning in yeshiva. So uh, Moshe says, go and gather the, the Zikainim and co- tell them to come. Uh, um, um, in other words, um, um, I think Hashem tells Moshe to go and gather the Zikainim and bring them to Paroi. Or maybe this is Moshe telling Aaron. But basically the point is, he tells them to gather the Zikainim in, in Mitzrayim. Obviously there was a yeshiva there where they were learning. When they were in the midbar, yeshiva imam, they were there. Why? Right? Because, um, um, because over there, either again, Hashem tells Moshe or Moshe tells the other people to gather 70 men from Kal Yisrael. Again, they were called Ziknei because they were learning in yeshiva. Avram Avinu Zakin, the Yoshiv Yeshiva Haya. Avram was a Zakin learning in yeshiva. Shanem of Avram Zakin, Baba Yom, right? Calls Avram a Zakin. So obviously, Avram was sitting and learning in yeshiva. Yitzchak Avinu Zakin, the Yoshiv Yeshiva Haya. Shanem of Hiki Zakin Yitzchak when Yitzchak at all. They were very heavy from old age, but it means from sitting and learning Torah. Eliezer Eved Avram, which the Rav talked about on at the Perkei Avishir. Eliezer Eved Avram, Zakin the Yoshev Yeshiva. Eliezer, who was Avram's servant, was was also sitting and learning in Yeshiva. Again, a lesson of Zakin, who was in charge of everything of his. It means that he had the control over the Torah of Avram that he would disseminate it. Who Damesek Eliezer? The Pasuk also calls him Damesek Eliezer, which the Rav said that it can't refer to Damascus because then it would be called Eliezer mi Damesek. If you call him Damesek Eliezer, it's an adjective. It's not a. It's not telling you where he's from. So what does he mean, Damesek Eliezer? That he used to draw the Torah from Avram Avinu and then he would give others to drink from it. In other words, again, a lesson of disseminating Avram's Torah. So Amarav, Kiyom Avram Avinu Kalatarakul, Avram was Mikhaim the entire Tyrus Shamar Ekava Shasham Avram Bakaili, right? That since Avram um, uh, Hashem tells Yitzchak that in the schus of that Avram kept all the Tyra, I'm gonna take care of you. Amalev Shimi Bachiel Rab. He says, How do you know it means the whole Tyra all six thirteen? Maybe it only means the Shev Mitzvah Benayach. So Kumar says, Yeah, but Hayikanami Mila, we know that Avram was Mikhaim Mila. So he can't be the seven Zion mitzvahs of Noyach. So he says, okay, so we'll say it's eight. Ve'im Sheva mitzvah, so Mila, and he also kept that one. Amalei, so Rav said to Rav Shimi, Im kei mitzvah yisai v'soi reisai lamali. Why does Hashem say mitzvah yisai chukah yisai v'soi reisai? What's mitzvah yisai v'soi reisai? Obviously it means not just mitzvahs, but the, the entire Torah too. Amar Rav v'item Rebashi, kim avram avino afilu eruve tafshilin. He was even mekayim derabonans, such as Erev Tavshilin. Shinemar, because it says Torah plural Torahs, which means Achas Torah Shabbat Achas Torah So he kept all the derabonans as well. Masim Shmuel Eimer, he says, V'hu Eimer Hain, that the guy says, I saw, is it, is it lit up? He's asked, is it lit up all the way till Hebron? And he answers, yes. So Gemara wants to know, who's asked him, is it lit up till Hebron? Man Amar Hain. Who's the one answering? If you say it's the guy who's standing on the roof, he dreams and he's interpreting his dream, meaning he's the one, you're telling me now, he asks, is it lit up all the way till Hebron and he answers his own question? Obviously it can't be. He's not answering his own question. So the Gemara thinks now, the ones, he asks, is it lit up all the way till Hebron? And a guy standing on the ground answers, hey, yes. 
But the Gemara says, Mino yade. Why would the guy who's on the second floor ask the guy on the first floor if it's lit up all the way to Chevron? Who do you think could see better? The guy on the second story. So if anything, the guy on the second story should be answering the question, not asking the question. So therefore, the Gemara switches around. You could either say it's the guy standing on the ground who's answering, or it's the guy standing on the roof. The Gemara explains. If you want, you could say it's the guy standing on the roof. And this is what happens. Amariyu, the guy on the roof says like this. Hey, comes He says the entire eastern sky is lit up. So the guy on the ground asks him. The guy who's standing on the ground asks him. And he answers yes. Okay, that's one possibility. Another, another possibility is. It's actually the guy on the bottom is answering the question. How could he see better than the guy on the roof? So this is how it goes. Amariyu. The guy on the ground asks initially, hey, or Pnei Komizrach, is the eastern sky lit up? And the guy on the roof answers, yes, and the guy on the ground answers him, hey, that's yes. In other words, that's what I wanted to know. It's lit up as far as Hebron, so that's what he means, hey, he's sort of uh, telling the guy on the roof, thanks for your help. Okay, why was all this necessary? So Gemara wants to know, you was saying this was all necessary because one time they mistook the light of the moon for the light of the sun. At 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 uh, so Gemara says, "Umi mechalif, can you actually confuse the moonlight for sunlight?" But Tanya, we learned in the Brayis, Rebbe Yomer, "Einu dami timah shalavana timah shalchama." A shaft of the moon, uh, a light of the moon, is very is very dissimilar to a shaft of light from the sun. Why? Because timah shalavana mitama vayla kemakel. A shaft of light from the moon is like a stick; it's a single column. But the, uh, 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 a shaft of sunlight spreads out and lights up a much larger area. So if you saw a small shaft of light from the moon, you wouldn't confuse it with light from the sun. So why was that a concern and how could that have happened? It was a cloudy night. So the moonlight was being split up. So normally the moon goes in a single column, but when it's cloudy, the clouds disperse the moonlight so that it looks like it's coming through like sunlight. Papa said that, you know we learn from here, on a cloudy day, the sun is felt everywhere. Why? Because the, the clouds spread the sunlight in all directions. Who cares? If you want to spread out skins to dry, you can spread it even in a place where you don't see the sun hitting because the, 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 the clouds are going to disperse the sunlight that way as well. Inami, another reason, is that on Erev Pesach, you're worried about the dough rising quickly, so you shouldn't need the dough outside on a cloudy day. Why? Because we're worried that the clouds are going to disperse the sunlight to hit the dough and it's going to rise faster. The, the heat of the sun on a cloudy day is even stronger than the heat of a sun on a clear day. The mnemonic is a jar of vinegar, because a jar of vinegar has all that smell, all that uh, 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 power, right? The power of the pungency of the smell is contained, and when you make a tiny hole, it pours through. And so, it's similar thing when you make a small hole in the um, in the clouds for the sunlight. It's going to go everywhere. The blinding effect of looking at the sun through the clouds is even stronger than when you look at it on this uh, on a clear day. And the mnemonic is dripping. Because when, when you have something dripping on a person, as a water dripping, it bothers a person more than if a person is just completely uh, uh, in a pool of water. Thinking of doing an Avera is even worse than doing the Avera itself. The manik is like roasting meat, the smell of meat. If you have uh, you ever smell a barbecue, but you're not attending the barbecue, it's very, it's very distressful, right? Because you smell good food, but you can't eat it. 
The end of the summer is worse than the beginning of the summer. And the Namadic is a heated oven because at the end of the summer, people are already warm from, from throughout the summer, and when it gets hot, it bothers them more, as opposed to when they're just coming out of the spring and the bodies are still getting warmed up. It's more comfortable. A winter fever is stronger than a summer fever. The Namadic is a cold oven. Migmar because uh, you need much more wood to fire a cold oven. So if a person is, is, is full of fever in the winter, he has to be very, very sick, right? Because in the summer, your body would heat up easier than in the winter. So obviously, if you have a winter fever, you're obviously very sick. Relearning something old is harder than, the, in other words, chazering and remembering something you forgot is harder than learning something new. Is cement made from old cement? If you want to make new cement, the best thing is to take fresh dirt and mix it with water to make the cement. But if you're going to crack up old cement and try to make new cement out of the particles, it's going to be a lot harder to do. Okay, we'll stop here.